We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, guys, welcome to another edition of Down by the Bank, uh, brought to you by the Blue Wire Network. Uh, this is Derek. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's JK3. It's been a uh, you know holiday week off. Uh, sorry we weren't able to put something out last week. Just schedules got crazy, but we want to obviously get something out because we uh, we, we got to uh, look alive, man. We're back in it. Yeah. That, that, that 49ers game seems like a distant memory. Yeah. Um, and we are, we are shining right now. A lot of people, you know, they, they hate on us. You know, what's a small market team like Jacksonville <laughs> doing the top of the AFC? They're not supposed to be there. Like that, uh, you're supposed to be in the slums and moving to London or to Vegas or to sing or wherever, you know, wherever the dumb people have said we were supposed to move over the years. And the reason why I bring all that up is because 30 years, man. Yeah. 30 Dude, that's years. insane. That, it's Before so we wild. Before football, let's talk about that. 30 years. Where were you? I already know, but to tell the people, where were you 30 yeah. years ago? Nah, man. 30 years ago, um, my dad was uh, in the military. Uh, he's in the U.S. Navy. Uh, we were stationed in Sigonella, Sicily. Uh, they announced the team. Um, and then I think about maybe a week or two, um, he had some of his buddies, uh, you know, back here, um, uh, in Jacksonville send over some of the hats to us. And yeah, we've been, we've been, I've been, been a Jags fan, man, since I was seven years old. So I can really truly say that, like, you know, I was, I was, I was, I was it. I'm it. I'm, I'm true to this, not new to this. Right. Nah. And so before, before, um, you know, before the Jags were announced, uh, we were pretty much just, I would say watching like stuff that was on, they used to have this network over in, uh, in, 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 um, on Navy bases across Europe called AFN. It was Armed Forces Network. And so you pretty much had to watch what was, you know, on. So of course we got the Monday night footballs. I don't know if Sunday night football, I know Thursday night football wasn't a thing at all. I don't know if Sunday night football was a thing, but Monday night football was always a thing. And um, we would always catch Monday night football. And back then in the early 90s, you got a heavy dose of Dallas. You got a heavy dose of the Eagles, heavy dose of the Vikings, heavy dose of, of the Bills. You know, so those teams, right? So you didn't really get to see a lot of small market teams. So growing up, everybody was either like a fan of, you know, the Cowboys, the Bills, Broncos, uh, you had some bears and stuff like that, you know, so, uh, it was really cool, man, for us to really, uh, you know, be able to, you know, have a team here in Jacksonville. Um, you know, we were from Jacksonville or my, my parents were from uh, Missouri, but my dad was stationed here in Jacksonville. 
always loved Jacksonville. And then, you know, I kind of think he had the foresight to know that when he was going to retire or move back, you know, to the States, we were going to come back to Jack's. And, uh, you know, he got the family, uh, you know, fitted in all the Jaguars gear, man. I wish I had that hat still because, uh, you know, uh, as the young kids say now, the vintage, uh, the vintage market, man, that hat would be going for some crazy money. But I saw, uh, you know, that our pals over at, uh, DTWD did a little collab, a little capsule, uh, today. And it's, cr- bro. I couldn't it, make it, man. It's insane, man. It, it, they're like sneakers now. It, you, you, you're catching man. an L. <laughs> You got you got bots over there, man. Because yeah, by the yeah. time I clicked on it, all the all the stuff in my size was gone. I, I so mean, I dude, like, the same man. thing. I think there's a couple. I think there's some hats and stuff left, but the crew neck that they dropped was 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 sick. So, but where were you, man? Thirty years ago, where where were you at? Across the river, literally <laughs> across the river. Okay, uh, across the river. I mean, there's a uh, there's a, a a very nice uh, Catholic school. Across the river, right across the river from the stadium, that's where I was in after school care when it was announced. Um, just insane how, you know, people connect over years. You're way in another, you're on another continent. Right. And I'm right across the, <laughs> right across the water. You're, you're right across the water from when they're announcing it. <laughs> yeah. But dude, I, I'll tell you, man, what kind of took me back though was like seeing all the stuff on social media and like all the posts. And I think when, uh, Today they the Jags they put up that um that newscast with Rob Sweeting and Deborah Giannolis. Like, man, you oh, talk wow. about take you back. That it was insane, man. Those those two names right there, man, it's like unlocking a core memory of watching the news. Man, it, it was it was such a time. And that that's why I wanted to, you know, one, we wanted to talk about this, but two, just all the other clatter and you know, ch- chatter and you know, whatever you want to call it. You know, people just, you're just mad. Well, we've been here 30 years. We ain't going nowhere. Yeah. We ain't going nowhere. It's Owners in- invested. So we're not going anywhere. We got a good product on the field now. And I, and I hate to tell you the rest of the blue blood AFC. Okay. We coming for you. Yeah. All right. We coming for you. This ain't, this ain't just a, 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 a one-stop shop. Like one, one time, one trick pony. Like you're going to have to see, you have to see us. Literally. I, I- I think right now, man, and another thing about the significance about the 30 years is like you think about a majority of the NFL teams, like how long they've been in existence. And, you know, you, you had, you know, I think the Jags struck gold um, pretty early, um, you know, within the, their 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 uh, existence. You know, you had the, you know, the 90, uh, the, uh, the 99 years. Um, you had the glory years with Brunel and uh, Jimmy Smith and, you know, Keenan. So you had those years as well. And then we had a little bit of a stint as well, as well, as well in the early 2000s with like, you know, Gerard, um, you know, a little bit of success there with Rashid and, you know, those things like that. And then, you know, we just had those, those, those dark years in the 2010s. And I think that, you know, just looking back on some of the historic, like some of the teams and some of the like history of some teams, you know, they were bad for a majority of the NFL teams you know, have been, were bad for a long time. I mean, I think the teams that you're thinking about right now that have like come into existence, like, I mean, the, not existence, but then the prominence, like the Patriots, for example, like the Patriots before they were the Patriots with Belichick and, and Brady, they were, they weren't good. Like you have uh, the chiefs before, you know, Mahomes and Kelsey, the chiefs they were weren't, known as the, yeah, they, they weren't they, good. They, 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 they were weren't good, man. 
double digit seasons and then get to the divisional conference round and lay an egg. Like they would do that. Yeah. All the time. There's, there's very few teams, uh, you know, that have maintained relevance, you know, throughout their history of, you know, existence, you know, you got your, your teams up there that have been relevant for a very long time and found, you know, those winning ways. Um, but I, I think right now, man, I think the Jags, uh, and I've said this plenty of times before, and it seems like the older I get, the, the, the more strongly I feel about it. I think that as we continue to mature and grow as a franchise and more of our diehard fans become and, you know, get extra discretionary income, uh, to be able to spend on season tickets and those things like that. I think that you're going to slowly start to see, you know, Jacksonville become one of those places where it's just a, you know, a, a very culture rich, a very, you know, man, you don't want to go down to Jacksonville. Those guys are crazy. I think it's just going to eventually turn into one of those things. And again, like we said, the last couple of years too, winning cares all. We had that, that miraculous season in 17. Now, you know, you got 22 and 23. Easily combined these last two years, the Jags have won more than what I can remember over these last two spans consecutively than we've done in a long time. And now we're on the verge of hosting a Monday night football game. Um, the first one that we've had since what, 2011? Yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> what a time to be alive. Ridiculous, man. I mean, it's the, insane, dude. The, the craziest part, too, is when you look at the team. Like I said, this isn't just fly by night. The core of the team has a chance to to do something really special for a long time. Um, and Doug's not a young coach, but he's not seventy years old either. Doug, he, he, you know, so he's not some you know old guy. You know, he's he's got a lot left in the tank, and it seems like you know he's got a lot left to to prove out there. Um, although he's he's been to the mountaintop. And hopefully he he shows the team how to how to get there, and I think he is, and it's working. Yeah, no, and, I, and it's all I, about I, windows, and this is our window. You yeah, know? it's all no, about windows, windows, and having the core nucleus right now on the team. Um, and then just you know just talking a little about about some of just the you know the extracurriculars and the team and the things that we're seeing. I mean, it seems like everyone is all pulled in the same direction right now, man. Uh, it, it seems like you know when, when you watch sounds of the season and when you watch some of the behind the scenes stuff that they do, you just notice that. You know, they're not really, they're, they're separate units between offense and D, but it seems like, you know, whenever there's a play that needs to be made or a play that's going to be made or a play that, you know, that, that happens, opposite side of the ball is always the first one to greeting the opposite side, you know, back onto the field and everything else like that. Uh, you know, just them being able to be one another and just having the faith in each other. I mean, especially, you know, when you, you sit there, you think about like the team captains within Roy Robinson Harris and, you know, uh, on defense, how he's, you know, always motivating, you know, on, on offense. Usually, you know, you've got Cam Robinson getting the entire team kind of fired up and it sucks that, you know, we, we lost him, uh, you know, to a knee injury, uh, for a little bit. I think we could probably have him back by the playoffs, but it seems like they're just moving all in the same, same direction. It seems like they're a light right now. And then even into like the my cause, my cleats, you know, thing today, just seeing some of those guys just talk about each other's, you know, charity and how they're able to support and how, you know, they're willing to pull together in the team. I think it's a, you know, it, it's an awesome time, uh, you know, for this team. And I think that right now, you know, just looking at the schedule, you know, as we'll go, uh, as we're talking about, you know, the last two weeks, uh, Tennessee took care of them. Perfect game, in my opinion, where we were able to go out and establish some, some, some great dominance there. The Texans, you've won your shootout, you know, against a, uh, a team that's going to be re- really relevant in the, uh, in, in the, in the division for a long time. And now, you know, looking ahead, you got the Bengals, you got the Browns, you got two teams, 
you know, that, that are, you know, clawing at, you know, keeping their playoff hopes and, and those things like that alive right now. Um, what better time to really just strike fire than on Monday night football, man? Like, I mean, the opportunities there, you couldn't write it any better. You, you, you couldn't, I, I like, you can't write it any better. You can't, you know, look at it any better. This, this season ha- has been, you know, gone for a ride there. I'll tell you, there, there's, I've got people in my family, family members that historically have not watched the NFL just because they love college football no more, so much. They're texting me on Sundays. Like, hey, man, did you, were you able to watch? Hey, like, did you see that play? Like, that's what it's about. It's about feeding off that positive vibes. Even when they lose, they're still watching. So it's not like, oh, see, I told you. No, no. It's like, man, you see the improvement. You see that they're, you know, hey, like any good team, they have their bad Sundays, but majority of the Sundays are good Sundays. So I like that. And then, you know, it's, it, and it all starts with the coach and the quarterback. Um, I know, you know, Trevor's been getting, you know, a lot of national, you know, national guys to just, you know, personally, I think they, they just, you know, haters, you know, there's the prejudice because of the small market. Hmm. Um, but, and yeah, you know, they, they're quick to point out the stats that he's not elite. Y'all didn't crown Justin Herbert. Y'all crowned him the moment he came into the league. Now look at him. They got, another, they, they got a they got a Philip Rivers 2.0. Yeah. And don't think if you think, oh, well, Brady's just or not Brady, but Belichick's going to go be the next coach of the Chargers. You know, that's already done deal. Whoop de whoop. And, you know, at the end of the season and watch, he'll turn him into a, he'll turn him into a Brady. Now, it's pretty clear it was Brady that was mostly the magic behind that, not Belichick. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, you got to give our guy some time. And then, you know, CJ Stroud, you know, oh, look, he. He's 10 times better than, than Trevor ever was because whoop de whoop de whoop. I've always said this league, they're, all these guys are professionals and they have their abilities. But then what you don't see, what we don't see as fans, what you don't see as media, I don't care who, who you are unless you played. I know I haven't, so I haven't seen it. But these guys, when they watch tape and they get with their coaches and they break people down, Mark my word, CJ Stroud's having a great year, and I don't, I'm not wishing anything bad on him. But after this season, I guarantee you, everybody in the AFC South and everybody else they're going to play, they're going to take all that tape and they're going to break him down. And then yeah. let's see what he does next year. If he follows up and does it again, okay, then you got something special. I, I uh, think they got something special in him. Yeah, with, with him right now, man. I mean, the, yeah. the kid's I got mean, talent. No, he's got talent, but just the the fact that they've like. You know, national media guys crowned him and then, you know, kind of kicking Trevor. Oh, look, he, see, I told you Trevor's not that good. This kid's 10 times better. Like, really? Like, no, no, he's not. He, he's, it's just, it just is what it is. And he, he was put in a good situation his rookie year versus Trevor was put in a jacked up situation his rookie year. Yeah. So that, yeah, that's, no, that's, I, kinda, I ride with that's you what I'm that. trying to say, really. Yeah. No, I, I will. No, I, I agree with you there. I think that, you know, the situations, um, you know, are, are, are a little bit different. You know, CJ, again, to, to, to play devil's advocate, he's got a first year coach as well, you know, currently. So, uh, but I think their, their situation looks a little bit more promising, you know, within the Jags. And I, and I, and I think right now, again, I think Houston, they've got a very good young nucleus, a very good young core that, that are definitely going to be able to, you know, hold their own in this division for a while. And I think the Jags right now, 
are about two, maybe three steps ahead of them as far as developing their core and continuing, you know, that, that nucleus that they have right now. I, I think all the credit goes to CJ, uh, you know, some of the throws that he's making, you know, his ability to, you know, get out and, you know, get outside of the pocket and be able to throw those, those, those passes down, uh, and be able to take shots like he did on Sunday was insane. Like, I think once the Jags were, were able to adjust, and that was one of the things I want to kind of bookmark there too, them being able to adjust to not collapsing the pocket and just staying in their rushing lanes and allowing him to try to make the decision and make the throw. I think that definitely helped them out in the second half of the game on Monday. But that first half, man, he was making some plays. He was getting outside of the rushing lanes. He was finding people open. He was looking to throw first, run second. And then he was able to take shots, with I, which I love. He was not afraid to, sh- to take shots with Tank Dell down the field. Like, was not afraid, wasn't afraid to move the ball, wasn't ar- afraid to get the first down, get his nose in there and, and, and stick it in, uh, you know, for a first down or anything like that. I, and I think that's great. But I think that the object, uh, you know, the, the, the overarching thing is that, you know, the, the maturity that the Jags have right now, uh, the maturity that Doug has been able to kind of, you know, instill within this team last year, maybe two years ago, those Jags lose that game. Right. This year, they, they find, they found a way. I mean, they found a way to win games. I mean, look at the Bills 25 to 20, found a way to win the game. Uh, you know, the Saints 31 24. Of course, they had a, the the Saints had a, a a blunder, you know, at the end of, or at the end of that game. Found a way to win it though. Uh, Steelers twenty to ten. Find a way to win the games. So you know, a lot of these the these games that they've won uh, on that win streak that they had, they you know they found ways to win uh, early on in the season against the the Chiefs. Maybe one or two plays bounce your way. Then you know you're looking at a team that's you you know that that's beat you know the Kansas City Chiefs. But in the last two seasons, in the last two games they ran against them. You know, it hasn't been a blowout. You know, we, we, we've, we've held our own against them. So the point that I'm trying to make is that, you know, I think that them being a mature team and them being able to find ways to win is kind of what's going to separate them for at least the next one or two seasons here in the AFC South. Um, you know, and how we're going to be able to continue to establish that dominance. But I think, uh, you know, Sunday's game, uh, you know, definitely was an entertaining game. I mean, a 24 to 21, you know, what are your thoughts on Sunday's game? I think it was exactly what you said. They've learned how to win. The little things. Yeah. And there's things that, you know, it's not perfect. It's never going to be perfect. But still doing enough to win the game, which is the ultimate goal. And and that's something that you see. Mm -hmm. You know, we focus a lot on Trevor and talk between the QBs. One thing I saw was our defensive line. Where did this defense come from, man? Caldwell and the man, hey, we round of applause like come on man Clutch. even chase on even chase yeah. on you know they're get he, he oh well he doesn't have sacks it doesn't matter they're still disruptive he's still playing his role they're basically running pick and rolls off stunts out there yeah to free up josh allen like i'm cool with it if that hey chase on your job you do you, you're gonna set a pick okay and you gotta free him up We're going to run a stunt. We're going to spread out wide. They're doing all kinds of crazy things, all kinds of crazy things to generate pressure, generate turnovers. And we got guys out. Think about how good we played. Tyson Campbell ain't playing. Yeah. Okay. They've had some injuries at safety. Wing guards come in admirably, you know, and play Mm -hmm. fantastic. Okay. Up front, you know, um, Hamilton's been out. Like we, we haven't been fully. 
they haven't been fully um, healthy and still putting up that those types of numbers and, and putting up that type of pressure. So shout out to the defense, man. It's, yeah, it's, it's it's great to see. They definitely have depth on defense, um, you know, as far as you know, being able to still just being able to produce. I mean, with them not being, you know, not having our top pass rusher or excuse me, p- pass defender in Tyson Campbell, um, you know, Monteric Brown has showed up um, and, and made some great plays uh, along with, um, you know, who I think is Darius Williams. He gave up a big play on uh, Sunday, but it was called back. But I mean, still definitely playing this, his best ball of his life. But I think, you know, like you mentioned as well, as far as the, the, the defensive line with Trayvon uh, and then running the, the stunts and things like that for them to get in. You know, they're having, you know, just an, an insane season on that defensive line, on that defensive line. And Josh Allen, again, you know, he doesn't get those two sacks at the end of that drive. You know, the, the, the Texans make that field goal. And, you know, we, we're no, no telling where we're looking at right now. If, if they, if they get moved back five more yards the way they did, and he's literally affecting the game now, right? So he is a game changer. Because mm-hmm. and that's by definition, right? He if they don't get those, if he does not get those two sacks and they move forward ten yards, that field goal's going in. As opposed to where you know he gets the sacks and you know he 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 uh, affects the game, um, you you got to pay him. I think you yeah. got to pay him right there, man. Just just off the fact that right now he's been able to you know show that he's been able to to take over some games, but then even you know on the uh, on the offensive side of the ball too, where uh, you know, where Cam Robinson gets hurt, um, and we go ahead and slide in, uh, you know, Walker Little, and we're little, and we, and, uh, you know, Ezra Cleveland comes in and is e- easily able to go ahead and make, uh, you know, a contribution right there. One person, uh, you know, l- we lose Cam, which uh, again, need him, but, you know, we're still strong on that left tackle with, uh, or that left side with, uh, with Cleveland little. and Walker Little. So, um, yeah, no, man. I, and then you haven't heard anything about Anton Harrison. The rookie's showing in, stepping in there right there at right tackle and being able to hold his own. Uh, you know, Sheriff and, and Harrison on, on that side right there. You got Fortner in the middle. The offensive line, the way they looked the last two weeks, man, have, have been have been solid. So interesting yeah. to see, though, because they're going to have a test coming up against Baltimore. You got your test against Cleveland. But, you know, what what last last thoughts on uh, on um, on Sunday, man, before we wrap up and go to uh, Sensi. You can definitely tell. Trayvon, Trayvon Marker's been in the lab, man. You want to call it the lab, the field, whatever it is. I, I was, you know, like, man, you know, beginning of the season the last year, I was like, wow, are we really? But he's been working, and you can clearly see it. You might not see it all the time on the stat sheet, but he definitely affected them on Sunday. He was blowing up a lot of things, causing a lot of havoc, um, just being disruptive. A lot of the times on the D-line, you don't have to, you know, get all these stats you just have to be disruptive and throw everything off and he's doing it he's doing it and some so hats off to him we did it just enough to win uh, we told houston hey you're still our still our little brother <laughs> go home have a seat you know enjoy the adult enjoy the adult entertainment out there that's in houston that everybody talks about <laughs> um and then we'll we'll keep it moving so all right and then Monday night football, the blackout. All I'm black. so excited, bro. I'm so excited. Got the special, bro, I'm so the special thing on the app for bro, the I'm light, so for the phone. I'm so hyped, man. Up, man. I, I, I haven't been this excited for a Monday in, in, in so long. 
Like I'm and, Jewish, and I get, and I don't have the day off on Tuesday. I couldn't. I can't. I can't. I couldn't get that day off because what you know, man. I, and you're like, I get it. I I know. And yeah, you're, I yeah. I got it. I got it. I got yeah, it. And you can't. Yeah, you can't. Uh, <laughs> right now during the during the uh, during peak times, no, that's not gonna work. Yeah. Um, but no, it, it's it's something that we we've need we've needed. Like, forget just the game. Forget the game a second. Let's talk about the things before the game, hours leading up. You're going to have, you know, all the radio shows doing their, their, their shows and, and pregame and things down by the stadium. You're actually going to have different types of, you know, you know, different, you know, bars and restaurants that usually are, um, you know, dead outside of a Sunday. Or if you got the, um, the shrimp plant, they're going to be up and live. You know, I'm sure there's going to be, just people are going to be tailgating. I know you're getting out there about three o'clock. So, oh um, yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. So you, you, you hey, you don't got to tell me, man. I, yeah, I, I, think, I know you get out there. About you don't, don't got to tell me. I, I, I just wish, and I'm, I hopefully, you know, since we're recording this on like Thursday night, I just hope on like maybe Friday or like Monday or something like that, maybe even Sunday. Donna Deegan, you know, Mayor Donna Deegan, if you, you, since you're listening to the podcast, we know you're listening. Just go ahead and put a, de- de- a decorum or something like that, some type of official announcement that everybody's off work at like noon, you know, on, on, on Monday, you know, or, or, or something like that, man. Let, let everybody free from, you know, CSX, the Vistar building downtown, all those places down there, man. And, and, and let's really just get out there, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. It's, it's, it's a little bit unreal, yeah. To be honest with you, to sit here and think about, you know, football weekends coming up Saturday. Yeah, yeah. My my nose playing, but then Sunday I'm like, this is an NFL show. Yeah, wait till my oh, something. <laughs> it's an NFL show. Hey, hey I'm not gonna lie. Well, we can pause right there. Too. Wait, we can pause really quick right there. Yo, when they got the safety on sa- on Saturday night, I was like, okay. This is this is something. This is something. But Trey Bre- Trey Benson did his thing. Un- unbelievable talent. But I I thought for a second, man, we had our backup quarterback in. We had negative yards in the first quarter. You went up twelve nothing. You knocked out the quarterback. You spit on us, and you still lost. Yeah, that spitting was that that was <laughs> hell, man. <laughs> no, but um, no. Just think about that. On Sunday, you're like, wait a minute. Jacks play on Monday. What mm-hmm. do for three hours on Sunday? I'm hanging on Christmas lights. Football? I'm hanging on yeah, Christmas, hang Christmas lights. <laughs> do some, um, you know, do some uh, do list, you know, around the house yeah. for the missus, whatever that, you know, whatever that looks like for you. But yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's it's just that type of like even to think like that has you know it's been so long. So I'm excited to get down there. It's going to be great. Um, I know everybody's going to come out with their best in black. Um, and, and you know, Cincinnati's going to be wearing their, 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 their pretty all whites. Yeah. I think, uh, with white helmets and everything. Jake Browning is leading them out there. <clears throat> um, so what are your thoughts? Lie. What are your, what are your thoughts on, on the, uh, on, on the game on, as far as from an offense perspective, you know, everyone always, uh, and a lot of people are saying that, yeah, this game is going to be great. But, you know, if we did have if if since he had Burrow, it would be, you know, a little bit different here and there. What are your thoughts on, you know, the potential that um, Browning and the Bengals bring on Monday night? 
Look, press. Okay. This whole argument about who's been calling plays or whatnot, whoop de whoop, whatever, whatever. Big brother's coming to town. You need to whoop hit. Okay. Oh, right. I didn't even think about Zach Taylor. Yeah. I, I didn't even think yeah. about putting the, those two together with Zach Taylor yeah. Press, being the older Press. brother of, uh, of of Press Taylor. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure yeah, Zach's the oldest one, right? I think Zach. Yeah, yeah I think what, Zach whatever. is the oldest one. I don't care. None of this whole like let's hug it out in the middle field. No, you can do that after the game. Well, you, they're Whoop gonna hug his, it out in the beginning of the game. No, no, you, man, you, they're, they're brothers. No. Dude. You know, that. I don't care. <laughs> you know, they're gonna hug it out Look, at the beginning of the I game. I got bro. four. I got four brothers. Okay, we could we could fight. We could you know hug later. We're gonna fight first. All right. Okay. Um, that's kind of how I look at it. No, but c- come out with the with with the thunder, man. You're not just gonna come down here, and you got your backup and you got your game plan and your script. No, disrupt all that. Okay, you got the whole country watching. You know, we don't we don't deserve a Monday night game. We don't deserve a team. No, take all that fuel and bust they behind and let them know. Hey, like you come down to Duval, man. You, you got to come through here. Yeah, that's that's what that's how they, that's how they got to start thinking. Is you know, forget this whole like, well, we got to go on the road. No, yeah, come through here. Yeah. No, I like it. I, I like yeah. it, man. I, I think I think if they can get if. From from offense, man, you know they still. I think T Higgins uh, was reported on ESPN that he he's que- he's listed as questionable right now, but I, I think he does play on uh, on on Monday. Excuse me. And then uh, I mean, you still you still have they're they're still above average, like way above average from a skill player perspective. You know, with having Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase, uh, and Tyler Boyd. Along with T. Higgins being there, so um, I think they're very well, you know, uh, and very capable of being able to score. I just don't want this to be a situation where Jake Browning, you know, uh, keeps them on the field, milks the clock. They're able to pick up vital third downs. They're able to stay on and and run the clock down and really keep us on the side. So I think the defense is really going to have to come out and, like you said, set the tone. Um, I think being disruptive, I think being, you know, uh, very, very intentional with, you know, their Russians and, and intentional with their gap assignments and, and, uh, and, and their keys. I think that's what's going to really be, you know, the big piece here. I think the defense, uh, I, I like it. I like our defense, you know, against their offense right now, you know, specifically because of the backup quarterback situation. Um, I love our run defense and the way they've been playing right now as well against the running backs, uh, you know, with, with Joe Mixon. My issue is that, you know, if we are not able to get home um, and, you know, run past the quarterback, you know, like last week we played a quarterback that can be moving agile and, and get out of the way. If we have a quarterback in Jake Browning that's able to step up and climb the pocket and then, you know, locate a T Higgins or locate a Tyler Boyd or a Jamar, you know, downfield somewhere, you know, that's, that's what, that's where I'm a, a little nervous at is, you know, the trend, the, the difference of the quarterbacks that you're playing in the last week and, and maintaining those keys. So I, I think if we can continue to, um, you know, be aggressive on defense, but also be disciplined as well on defense. Um, you know, I think it'll be a really good opportunity for Foyer, um, you know, the defensive line and also, uh, Darius Williams, Monteric, and, uh, I think Wingard to be back there to really be able, uh, no, not Wingard. Uh, I think, uh, Cisco is back for sure, right? Yeah. He, he's been back. Yeah. He's, he's just, been back. Yeah. So, yeah. He's been back. Just, yeah so yeah. having Cisco back there, I think I, I, I like our defense against, uh, you know, their offense 
based off the matches match matchups currently. Yeah, and then on the offensive side of the ball, man, I, I tell you what, just get vertical again. Yeah. They don't have anybody that can cover Ridley. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, they don't have anybody that can cover Bro, Ridley. Zay, I've been Zay has been Zay has been so so clutch since he's been back. If yeah. he would have came down that catch on Sunday, oh I'm my telling gosh, you, man. I've been saying it for since I'm saying it since last year. Ridley's the best receiver on the team. There's no doubt about it. But the offense is so much better when Zay's there because Trevor's just more comfortable with him because they've been together longer. It, it, it has nothing to do with. And it just, the, the offense is more fluid. And then you got Kirk actually playing his true position. Although with Peterson, the receivers switch up all the time. So you really don't know who, who's going to do what. My point is they're just so much more fluid when Zay Jones is in the game. I would like to see, you know, the running game. You know, um, the running game has been there. It, it's been, you know, ETN has uh, performed admirably. You know, going up against, you know, basically banging himself into the line like every single time, you know, and then finally breaking one. So it's definitely been tough. Yeah. But I tell you, if we can get, you know, Darnish Johnson running the ball like he did, coming out the backfield, catching screen passes, catching yeah. passes. Solid tank. number two, right? Yeah, tank. Solid number two, right? Yeah, and tank, we need your short yardage, man. I know you've had some fumbles and some drops and all that stuff. Third and one is where we have not been performing well. Yeah, you know, I know Trevor had the you know, quarterback sneak where he stuck his arm out and wish he hadn't have done that. You know, he didn't get hurt, thankfully, but, you know, guys will definitely take a swipe at his hand, and that's the last thing we need. Hopefully, you know, figure something out. But, Tank, we need you, man. Short yardage. Yeah. That big body, that's what you're there for. No, I, I think, you know, between the, the running back by committee right now, um, I, I love how ETN, it, it, he's still there to pose a threat, I think, out of the backfield. And he's still able, you know, to to still get, you know, three to four clip. But I think, you know, with Dearness Johnson right now coming in and really just, you know, providing, you know, that dirty work, you know, and being able to that screen that he took on uh Sunday down the sideline man was just perfect timing perfect play call and that's one of the guys that you want downfield running uh behind you know some some road graders uh you know I think that was great I think if they can continue to you know at, at least establish a run right I love how the Jags didn't go away from the run on Sunday um you know even though it wasn't really working it wasn't really popping off you know the way they really had scripted Houston's uh run defense was really good I think right here um, I think they can still at least gash and really use this. Um, you know, I think the, the, the Bengals are like a four, three D. So it's going to be big on big. And then you got the linebackers there at the, th- at the second level. So I think if we can continue to establish a run, um, and establish, you know, just the, the zone, uh, establish running in between the tackles with ETN. Cause he does get lost within there, right? Within those, those bodies. And then if we can do something with Dearness, if we can come back and maybe run like a bunch of stretch plays where they're actually stretching him and get him out beyond the tackle or out beyond the, uh, left or right tackle and actually stretching those plays out where he can actually hit the, uh, the hash, the numbers in the sideline. I think that's going to be the perfect recipe for them. Uh, you know, at least to establish the run, you hit him, you gash him a couple times, you know, within the run, and then you start selling that play action. That's where the play action is going to start coming in and we're able to you know really eat off that and then uh you know as, as far as trevor going you know with him being accurate with the deep balls that he's been throwing 
you know, we got to keep, we, you know, guess, uh, mix a couple of those in. Um, I, I and I'm, I, I think that's it, man. I, I don't think defense, I, I don't think they can hang with on defense at all. You know, you know, here, I, I, I see some mis- mismatches as well with, uh, with Ridley. Kirk has been doing his thing. Um, but I would love to see Evan Ingram have a breakout game here. Um, you know, against, uh, you know, some of their linebackers that they're running since they are running that base 4-3-D. Yeah. We definitely have opportunity. We just got to take advantage. We're definitely in rhythm. Just got to go out and execute. We execute, we win. Yeah. I I mean, the last couple games, dude, just look at the last couple games they've played. Last couple games right now, man, have been uh, a complete, like some pretty complete, um, I mean, Again, Houston, 24-21, we still found a way to win. But, you know, they've been playing great on both sides of the ball uh, the last two weeks. And I hope they can continue it, uh, you know, under the bright lights of Monday Night Football on uh, on Monday, man. I mean, it, 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 it's awesome. We're 4-0 this year when Ridley leads us in receiving. By catches, Plus, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, well, catches and yards. True. Yes, true. Yeah. Catches and Four yards. 4-0. 4-0. Let's keep it going. They don't have anybody that can cover him, and they'll start. They'll shadow. They'll, yeah. they'll move somebody over. And then guess I saw what? something else too, where Ridley has drawn like the most like PIs or, or, or something I like that. that. Penalties, yeah, yeah, because he's so his footwork is so good, man. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Um, as far as Monday night goes, man, I, I think you mentioned it earlier when we came back from break. Uh, came back from the commercial that. Uh, it's going to be a blackout on, on Monday. And of course the Jags are doing something special with the app, you know, as well. So it's those kind of things like that, man, where, you know, we're going to really be able to kind of show, um, you know, the country and show, you know, everyone that Duval has arrived, man. Like, I think that, you know, them wearing the blackout on, uh, on Monday sets, sets the tone. Um, just looking right now, Ticketmaster. I think the lowest price to get in price right now is 54 bucks. You know, I'm not one to tell people how to spend their money <laughs> or anything like that, man. But if you got the availability and you and you got the, you know, the opportunity to go catch them on a Monday night football game, man, I, I think this is where it starts with us as far as fans being able to show up. Um, one of 32, right? And 30 years ago, it wasn't here. So take advantage of it. You know, it's going to be an insane atmosphere. I mean, it's to the point right now where we got people tweeting, uh, that live like in the downtown area that the Monday night football production trucks are showing up. Like, when does that happen? Like you got the production trucks, like Al Michaels and, and, and that, you know, they're, they're not even here yet. Or who, who does Al Michaels does uh Sunday night football? Who does no, he does? He does. Al Michaels does the Thursday. He does? I'm, Thur- yeah, he no, does no, Thursday no, he doesn't do Thursday. Uh, Thursday yeah. is the Amazon guys. Yeah. The Al Michaels and Kirk Herb street. Then who does Sunday or who does Sunday night football? Collinsworth and who? Uh, hold on. Are we going to get Tariko? I don't know. You know, I don't know who it is. I don't know who it is. Who does money in there? Is it, is it, is it Buck and Aikman? No, those are the, those are the Friday. Uh, I mean, a Friday. <laughs> those are the, uh, they're the Fox, the primetime games, like the Fox time game of the week, guys. I think it's Tariko, man. You don't make me look this up. You know, I just don't pay attention anymore. I think it's uh no 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 it's Tarico Tarico and uh no they they I guess they switch back and forth. I think it's Collinsworth and Al Michaels is on Sunday Night Football, and so we're gonna see who. No uh, no, I'm no, telling no. you, it is. 
No, 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 no. I'm telling you. I, okay. Uh, you might be saying that, but I don't think so. I think it's, uh, gosh, you're going to make me look at Yeah. It's, it's Aikman and, um, it's Aikman and Joe Buck. Now? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It's Aikman and Joe Buck. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, no, no, no. I was because I, I know were, for a I fact thought, I could have swore. That yeah, they were, Al Michaels. Yeah, Al Michaels and Herb Street are doing Thursday because a lot of people have been getting on Al Michaels because his, you know, he he isn't that exciting. You know. So when does Tariko go? Tariko? Yeah, Mike Tariko. Where where is he at? They, they've switched up so much. I, I can't even keep up. Like it, it it's it, it's and this I think this is the first year that they've done some like not first year but they did some major changes in the off season. Um. But I'd have to look that up. I don't. I don't. Even yeah. Know. So it's Buck and uh, and, and Troy Aikman, and then you got uh, Salters, uh, you know, as well. Lisa Salters on the sideline reporting as well. Tariko's doing Sunday night. Okay. All right. So Tariko's doing Sunday night, but Tariko did Monday night football till up until uh, 2015, I believe. Yeah. yeah and yeah, Al Michaels this. is doing Thursday night. Yeah. Got it. Good. Good. Well. I mean, again, man, it's just one of those things, man. What final thoughts on the game? You know, are we going to do, are we going to do a prediction or we've been pretty good by not doing predictions and or score it. predictions? And I think that that's kind of served us right. So I'm superstitious. So I would rather stick uh, to not doing any predictions. Prediction is an L for the Bengals. That's, that's the prediction. <laughs> you can fly home Monday night with that L. All right. And end the story. Case closed, move on. Um, and then we'll, we'll get to the, you know, the game next week at, against Cleveland. Um, but yeah, no. What it is, it's been, it's been great. It's been a, uh, great season. Eight and three. Let's get the nine and three and move on. Um, I've like had a couple of, we've had a couple of five star reviews. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Uh, please uh, drop us a line. If you have a question, uh, JK3 always does a great job manning our social media. Uh, so hats off to him. Um, besides that, we want to thank the guys at Blue Wire, awesome partners. We appreciate it. And go Jags. And we'll talk to you guys soon.